Hello and welcome to Design Untangled with me, Chris Mears and Carla Lindarte. Hello. Hello, how are you? Very good. Well, that's a lie. I'm not very good. I'm ill. <laughs> are you ill? Yep. Got a very horrible winter cough, which always is inevitable, really. And it's just mm. going round and round to everyone I know in the office and family. So uh, I'm so glad I'm not next to you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I might sneeze over the screen or something, cover up the camera. <laughs> oh, I hope not, because it's um, it's not going to be very good for me. I did I did have a chest infection a couple of weeks ago. Oh, congratulations! Right, so today, what are we talking about, Chris? Agency versus client side, and yeah, this is a question we get a lot from people on the Slack. If they're starting out in UX, which one should they go for? What are the differences? etc etc so I thought it'd be worth spending a bit of time talking about our experiences of the differences because we both worked on both sides of the fence mm -hmm. I wonder actually do you think there's a third kind which is consulting or do you think that's pretty similar to agency mm, it's very similar to agency I would say yeah I don't know if maybe it's different when you rather than consulting would be like working for a startup because um, it's different to work in an in-house team of designers and but also it's different when you work for a big company versus a startup mm -hmm. I'd say I guess arguably a startup is client side though right yeah just a different kind of client side yeah true anyway yeah I think agencies agencies and consultancies are very very similar because I've worked in an agency and a consultancy and just the, the you know, probably the approaches are slightly different but you kind of face a similar challenges both so should we start with what the difference is because i think most people probably know but it's always good to start with a, a bit of a definition so an agency it's like a studio or whatever that can have multiple different clients at any one time um, and usually lots of different teams working on lots of different things for lots of different people whereas client side you're working for the brand itself almost um and yeah just focusing on their product yeah that's exactly right. So client side is, uh, sorry, agency is professional services. You just sell services, design services to different clients. And I think in terms of like the main difference is the type of work and the variety of it. So in an agency or consultancy, you could work for three, four, ten brands a year, depending on the length of the projects. Um, and whereas in, in, in an in-house or client-side um, team or uh, job, you would be just working for one mm -hmm. or potentially maximum two different products um, if the company is like releasing new things. But normally it's just one and then you obviously go through the process of, of building that and designing that product. Yep, that sounds about right. So agencies by their nature are a lot more fast-paced I would say and a lot more mm -hmm. hectic um, and it's where a lot of designers cut their teeth I'd say in the early stages of their career because you do get that exposure to lots of different things very quickly so you're going to work in lots of different sectors for lots of different clients and just get that breadth of experience and I would say agencies are also a little bit more willing to higher at the more junior end of the scale mm. don't know if you'd agree with that but that's kind of a trend i've seen so yeah it's often the route into design for a lot of people not everyone but very common route in 
Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, the way these companies make money is by charging people by the hour. So the more junior people they have, the more profitable they will be. There's less, like, it's very like a pyramid, right? So there's less people on the senior side though who are responsible for the projects. But what you try and do is to hire junior people or contractors that you can charge for more money for the client um, and then just have a few people responsible for the actual output who are the, the more senior people. Mm-hmm. And the other main difference, I think, is that in an agency, you might get involved with pitching for work as well. So mm-hmm. you're not just exclusively working on existing stuff. You might be encouraged to help get new business as well, because without new business, the agency will just shrivel up and die, whereas client side you've already kind of got the brand unless it goes bust then you're going to have stuff to work on yeah so that can be quite an interesting thing for designers to have to get involved with you have to really work on your storytelling skills practice yeah potentially giving presentations in front of lots of people in suits and trying to justify (laughs) why you should be charged out at whatever you're getting charged out as yeah i mean pitching is actually i i really used to enjoy pitching um because it's you know the time where you can be really creative and like not not have any um not many constraints in your thinking and you normally will be coming up with an experience or an idea or a prototype or a storyboard or so it's quite creative and i mean especially agencies more than consultancies they invest a lot on pitching um material so you'd put a video together you put like um, a creative um, output there so I really used to enjoy it but it is very hard work it's very long hours as well so you'll be like finishing off a pitch you know um, you know throughout you know one day all the whole day and the next day waking up at 6am to go and pitch so it's really tiring and it does is very demanding but is I think it's a good experience. But it can be a bit depressing, right? Because <laughs> most of the pitches will fail, generally speaking. So you're going to be putting a lot of work into stuff that the likelihood is you might not win the work anyway. <laughs> so yeah, you just have to look at it as a way of improving your storytelling. So if a pitch does get declined or whatever, was it purely down to price? Did you sort of make your process too elaborate for what the client was actually looking for you know there's various kind of takeaways you can get from that so winning is obviously pretty cool but you can learn a lot for why you didn't manage to convince that client to choose your agency and I think that's a skill that will hold you in pretty good stead through the rest of your career as well. Yeah definitely and it also teaches you to scope projects which even if you go to a the client side, it's really good to learn or at least have the skill of thinking, okay, if we were to deliver this particular product or this type of product in within this time frame, you start thinking about how many people you need and um, you know, what kind of skill sets you need and what's the approach, you know, what's the what's the actual process that you're gonna follow. So all of this is really, really relevant because even if you then move into a, a client-side role, um, it allows you to then 
you know, look at your resources and, and, and have a better understanding of what you need to actually be able to be successful. So it's, um, I found that very valuable from pitching because it's not just the storytelling. It's also like, you know, you'll be there and you'll be asked if you, if you are a UX designer or something, uh, you know, how, how many hours do you think this would take or how many people do you think you need? And then that's just a very good experience. It's internal pitching, really, isn't it? So although you're not getting paid to if you win the project, you're getting paid in terms of getting to deliver what you want to deliver to the business. So, yeah, you're still pitching, essentially. So lots of transferable skills there. Um, On that note, though, the thing that it was a bit more prominent in consulting rather than agency, I'd say, but it's it's kind of this ethereal thing that overhangs all the work you do, which is trying to find opportunities to sell the client more services or follow on work, which I wasn't that keen on because I'd rather, you know, just do a good job on what we promised them rather than focus on like what's the next thing we can sell. So that is something I was aware of and it didn't really fit with how I like to do stuff. But as we said, that's how agencies survive. It's you know, having those those constant relationships with clients, being able to keep offering them new stuff, working with them long term. But I felt that more of my time was being focused on that upsell stuff versus doing the actual work that was originally kind of asked for. Mm. I mean, it all depends on the level that you are. Um, if you're quite junior, you will be doing the doing and obviously you need to make the client happy but it's not necessarily your responsibility to upsell um well it also depends on the setup of the agency but normally like agencies would have account people and creative directors who would be doing more of the upsell um but you're right there is a lot of like client pleasing so even if the client is you know that the client is not right um you have to find ways to do <laughs> to listen to them you have to be opened you have to be flexible and sometimes go against what you believe is the, the right answer unfortunately because they're the one paying for your time although if you're a junior you're not going to do the selling directly i did feel that the agency was influencing the ux somewhat to leave open opportunities to do more stuff which is fine but I felt that that did influence kind of the approach you took and, you know, how you delivered like phase one or whatever it was. So I did Mm. feel it was a factor in the overall kind of what do you present to the client as a a thing you're going to deliver. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, obviously, they're all there to deliver the work and at the same time just to keep selling, right? So that's that's the idea um you would do a discovery phase you would do a phase one phase two and the idea is that you stay late for as long as you can uh, because obviously you get paid by the hour so that's the, the nature of the business yeah and the other kind of approach in pitching is to have different kind of flavors of what you could do with the goal that one of the price points will fit the client's budget normally the middle one <laughs> yeah. as we all know but <laughs> yes the gold silver was it um, gold silver and shit um, and shit <laughs> you always put the the best effort on the silver because you know they're never going to go for the gold and they don't want to get the shit one <laughs> yeah but it does help you i think think about what's the absolute minimum we could do here to you know achieve what we want to achieve and what could we do if sort of the sky was the limit so again 
Although in most cases, I'll probably pick like the sensible middle road option. It's still a good thought exercise to go through to look at how you can really pair back that process and still deliver value or where you could do extra things that would kind of push those expectations even higher. Mm. One of the things I really hated about um, pitching was that you would normally list out a bunch of like deliverables that you would put in a kind of statement of work and as you go through the design process as we all know like it's so flexible like you could do be doing personas sometimes you don't need to do personas um sometimes you would do like wireframes and then high fidelity design but then sometimes you just go straight to high fidelity so it ended up sometimes being counterproductive because then because it's in a statement of work sometimes you just have to deliver for the sake of it i really hated that like we really need need persona and then we're all there like trying to come up with something because we said to the client we're going to deliver them so i think um yeah i would have started doing especially when i was at saving and, and deloitte was that doing more like um answers uh, uh questions to be answered so if if you know throughout the discovery phase we'll be able to answer like these three or five questions and they're obviously quite strategic questions and and then we will use deliverables as we see what you know what the best ones are rather than like listing out okay i'm gonna give you 10 wireframes four personas you know because that's what some agencies still do it like that and I think that is just like goes against the agile and flexible ways that you you can approach design. And it's it's not very kind of educational to clients who haven't engaged with UX before as well, because that is what they will see UX as. You know, I get a, a pile of wireframes as opposed to a partner that can help you understand your customer yeah, better. Exactly. So that's that's the downside of, of of agencies because you're locked into a contract. So you have to be doing all this stuff. I mean, I, I do I do think working for an agency is a good way of getting exposed or, or consultancy is a good way to get an exposed to different type of client problems. I mean, I am someone who likes change a lot. Um, and I think the ability of like changing from one client to the other, it really suits me. Um, and also it keeps me motivated because you you really learn from different industries. You would be working for banking and suddenly working for retail and then working for health. So all these different like problems um, to solve for me is actually quite it's actually very good um now that i'm in a you know in a client side or in-house teams i it's different because you kind of tend to tackle the same problems all over again or the same thing and for someone who likes change that might get a little bit boring because then you get too much into the detail and you don't get to change yeah it's like we were talking about in the contracting episode we did that's in my opinion one of the benefits is you do get that big exposure to different problems in different spaces and you pick up various skills to help tackle those in different places as you move through your career so agency is very good for that and it also helps you think about how you tackle those problems in a very time boxed way as well because normally there's some sort of deadline whereas client side it tends to be a bit more flexible or just an ongoing thing the company's working on and lack of deadlines can be a problem in moving forward I think yeah definitely that's something um that really really happens because obviously no one is 
really paid well obviously you're getting paid for <laughs> your job but no one is unless you have a stakeholder is really pushing for something in a deadline normally in a in a cli- on client side you just like it's your day-to-day right so you could take a year or a month or you know six months and and it doesn't really have a major impact so it could become boring because for people who like you know to be delivering stuff and also it could just die like projects would just die sometimes um and because no one really cares so it, it all depends on the company of course but um that happens a lot on the client side and then I suppose it's worth talking about that day to day and how the maybe the culture and working approach is different. So it does depend quite a lot on the agency you join, I think. But as a general trend, tends to be a bit of a younger crowd, I would say, or at least mm-hmm. the bulk of it is a, a younger crowd. Longer hours is pretty common. You're just expected to stay there for as long as it takes mm-hmm. a lot of the time, which is why eventually later in their career lots of people do move more towards client side because as you get older and potentially get families and all that kind of stuff other commitments that more reliable working pan becomes a bit more valuable mm-hmm. to people i would say definitely in terms of like career path i think if you're i mean i don't necessarily think that only when you're junior you go to an agency however you haven't got much experience in the various like um, angles and approaches of UX I think it's good to be in an environment like an agency or consultancy that allows you to do different types of projects and get exposed to different things Um, however yeah I don't necessarily think oh when you're junior you work in an agency and then you move as you get as you progress then you go and um, client side um, but it all depends on what you you're looking for um, I wouldn't mind necessarily going back to an agency and be a creative director again um, I would actually enjoy that um, it just depends on what you're looking for at yeah, that stage of your of your career uh, but I've recently actually was having a chat with someone who's in a client on client side and she's really really keen to join an agency because she wants to learn more and the, the good thing also about being in an agency is that you're surrounded by more UX designers by more you know people with more experience than you that you can learn from uh, sometimes on client side it's only you and maybe a few people around you who like manage or lead design or work on design so I think it's it is a good way of learning and agencies tend to be very proactive in terms of like sending you to conferences and um, showing you the new, the, the, you know, the latest methodology for this and that. So I think it's, it all depends on what you're looking for. But I would advise someone who's getting, who wants to get more exposed to different types of experiences to really try um, an agency, even though sometimes the pay and the, t- the pay is not that great and the the hours are very long um it is a good experience i suppose it helps you in that skill of selling yourself a little bit as well because very often you'll sort of get involved in helping the agency sell itself and you're obviously a part of that so that's something you don't get quite as much client side so that can be quite a useful experience as well and like you say agencies do tend to have I'd say more UXs Mm -hmm. around because they're selling UX as a service. Whereas, yeah, like you say, client side, it's a bit more common to have a very small UX team or you are the UX team. So 
that's why I think they are very good early stage career because there are lots of people to pick their brains, even if you're not working on the same project, you know, there's lots of different things you can learn from different people. That's absolutely right. So there's pros and cons for both, I th- I'd say. Um, and it doesn't matter where you are, you can always learn and, and do the same things anyway. But um, yeah, it all depends on what you're looking for. But hopefully this is kind of like g- given more a better explanation of the differences between the two. Yeah. Anything else to say? No, I think that's it. Okay, job done. So flip a coin, make your choice. <laughs> Yes. Although it'd have to be a three-sided coin, wouldn't it? If we are counting consultancy as a different thing. But I'm not mm. going to put that in the title because it's not as catchy. No. And at the end of the day, like designers in an agency would behave very, very similarly to consultants in an agency, in, like in a design team. Um, it's just that obviously consultancies are more complex in the levels of relationship with the client i would say like i in an agency you go and work directly with a client you're working for and it's a bit more informal and they like they kind of treat you as a creative in a consultancy you kind of take it more seriously (laughs) which is good and bad because it's good because then you have more credibility but at the same time it's bad because they expect more from you and they're more harsh towards you that's one other thing it made me think of actually so whether you're working on site or off site agency versus consultancy i'd say it was less likely you'd be on site as an agency versus a consultancy do you Mm. say that was fair yeah i think it was fair but i think it's changing i think agencies had to Mm. change that model because the fact that you know, the, the typical agency going in their cool studio and doing all the work and coming back to the client after a few weeks and showing them what they've done. I think, you know, clients are not very comfortable with that anymore. I think actually they want to, obviously, just to kind of increase capability in their own team. So they want the agency people to work with the teams internally so they learn. And also, yeah. I think the fact that with agile and you know sprints and stand ups etc it just it just makes it easier if everyone is in the same place so i think it's changing um i think it's more you know traditional creative agencies like advertising agencies stuff like that yeah the creatives need their space to think about the cool ideas and come back with them i think it's changed especially in our world in digital um i think we have to be closer to the client even if they come to the agency that I've seen that happening, like in the agency kind of takes over a floor and the client always there or we go to them. You know, it all depends. Yeah, it reminds me of um, this agency that will remain nameless. And I was working client side at the time and one of their briefs was to kind of help introduce Agile or whatever. So they just had really loud stand ups amongst themselves <laughs> in the middle of the office every day. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Let's have a loud stand-up. That's a good way of learning <laughs> Agile. <laughs> yeah, just like biosmosis. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. Um, but then if you have any more questions, just send us an email or contact us on any other channels um, and we're happy to answer your questions. Yeah, tweet us. Someone needs to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Until next time. Bye. Search and subscribe to Design Untangled using your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. Follow us on the web at designuntangled.co.uk or on Twitter at Design Untangled. Become a better designer with online mentoring at uxmentor.me.